Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. As my grandfather used to ask, does it fit? Is it the right color? Think you can use it? Oh, yeah. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. The year 1978. A time in life when things were, well, shall I say, simple. You see, in the mid-60s, my grandparents moved from Lexington, Kentucky, to a quaint little community just 30 miles from Lexington called Troy. As a young lad, I remember the first time me and my brother Marty visited Troy. The place just seemed like a little slice of heaven. In fact, over the years, I would spend a lot of my childhood, and believe it or not, even adult years, hanging out with Uncle Eddie, who referred to Troy as the land of do-as-you-please. What still impresses me is just how simple a man Granddad really was, especially around the ever-chaotic holiday we call Christmas. While his wife, my grandmother Hazel, loved Christmas shopping and all that went along with it, Granddad was quite the opposite. In fact, he very seldom went Christmas shopping with Hazel, but funny, I do remember Hazel finally talking Granddad into tagging along to the local mall, and his only response after returning home was a concerned look on his face as he quipped, I don't know, there's a lot of people walking around at that mall, but I don't think anybody's buying much. To which I responded, how so, Granddad? He said, well, son, as he slowly opened up a new carton of Marlboro cigarettes, I just didn't hear any of those cash registers ringing. Of course, even though I was a man of young faith and little wisdom, I knew not to tell Granddad that those ringing cash registers weren't around anymore. Now, we'll say this. The one holiday tradition Granddad did enjoy was running by the local Long John Silvers over on Southland Drive in Lexington and grabbing some peg legs and fish and chips. But I digress. So, Tony, you ask, what does your grandfather's simple way of life and avoiding the trappings of Christmas shopping have to do with today's program? Well, let's find out. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, feel-good retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we share with you how to give the gift that keeps on giving, just like granddad, let me introduce the producer of the show, who is working hard in producing today's program, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you? Good, good. And uh, remind me, when will this show broadcast? I know we're recording it on October 27th, 2021. That's right. The show's going to air on December 9th. So uh, people, if you have not started Christmas shopping, you got <laughs> you to gotta get going. I got a buddy in college and he's got a tradition. He does not start Christmas shopping until December 23rd. He just, it's just what he does. He shops for his family on Christmas Eve, Eve <laughs> and Christmas Eve. It's just what he does. My dad, who my late great father, he was uh, notorious for going out. I never forget, we went out on Christmas Eve. It was like six o'clock and we go over to the local mall. I think it was a Dillard's or something. So me and my brother are tagging along and 
he's trying to find something for his wife and he walks in and I mean this store, there's nobody in there. You can hear the little music playing. Right. It's like almost, you know, Dawn of the Dead or something. I know what was going on. One person walks by that works there. You know, she's trying to get out of there and probably go home. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, they kept the lights open for him. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at her and goes, uh, excuse me, ma'am, do you have any cashmere sweaters? And she goes, uh, no, I don't think so. And he starts looking around. I never forget. Out of the blue, he goes, where's your gowns? <laughs> where's your gowns? So he goes from cashmere sweaters to gowns. By the way, your buddy doesn't have my granddad beat, as we're going to find out. Uh, and, folks, there is somewhere we're going with this whole thing of the gift that keeps on giving. At the first of the show, Aaron, there was a little, little intro I gave there. And I asked you know, myself this question. Does it fit? Is it the right color? And is it something you think you're going to use? So let me tell you how Granddad shopped for Christmas. You ready? Okay. This was pretty cool looking back on it. He did not go shopping, first of all. What he would do, he'd either get out his checkbook or he'd have a bunch of tens in his wallet. Literally on Christmas morning, I saw him do this, literally. He's sitting there drinking his coffee. He'd either write checks, and there weren't that many people. I mean, he had his son and the grandkids and his uh, daughter. 10 bucks, whatever it was, put them in separate envelopes, not cards, envelopes, stick them in the tree, take, what, 10 minutes? That's his shopping. Again, smart man when you look back at this. So we'd go over, open the envelope, take it out. We knew what was in there. Let's say it was $10. We'd look at it, and he'd always say the same thing. Does it fit? Is it the right color? Think you're going to use it? And, of course, we'd have to say, absolutely. The thing was, Aaron, what he knew, and we're going to talk about today, I know you want to share something there, but here's the key, folks. Of all the gifts you could ever get, I mean, you got clothes, you got cars, you got toys, you got video games, stuff for the house. I would argue that Granddad was way ahead of the curve on this one, as we'll find out today. The best gift you can give somebody is cold, hard, tax-free cash. Thoughts, Aaron? Well, I just had a question. Did your grandfather at least dress up like Santa as he was no. writing out these checks? And no, <laughs> no, he didn't have grandpa sitting there in Santa outfit no, drinking he, coffee. He would, uh, and he pretty much wore the same thing all the time. Looking back on it, I never saw the man in a pair of pajamas. I think I accidentally saw him getting up in boxer shorts, and it like startled me. I'd never seen him walk around in boxer <laughs> shorts. Um, he would wear his khakis a lot. Never saw him in a pair of shorts. This is kind of funny as I look back on it. Usually always a button-down shirt, so I never saw him in like a polo back then. So that's the way he dressed all the time. So no, it he looked like he always did, uh, drinking his coffee and but somebody. But though I harken back. Okay, so what does this show? What are we trying to do as we get around the Christmas season? Well, because as Aaron mentioned, this is being broadcast with a couple of weeks left in the year. I have some really, really good news for those of you out there who are sitting on your wallet. Those of you who have a bunch of money stockpiled in your 401k, that tax-infested thing that really is not all your money. Maybe you got a bunch of money languishing in the bank. Uh, maybe you're looking at your life and going, you know what, i got a few more years here to really go out and have some fun. But man, this aging thing's catching up with me. You're going to want to stay tuned because we're going to talk about the gift that keeps on giving and why the financial world doesn't want you to know about it. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Have yourself a merry little 
Christmas. Worry-Free Music presents the greatest collection of Christmas covers ever assembled. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Hey! Tony Walker's A Humdinger Christmas. 486 timeless classics across six digitally remastered eight-track tapes. Happy Holidays! Every song fills your home with holiday magic. Sing ding a ding, ring ding a ding, ding ding a ding, dong ding a ding, ring ding a ding, ding ding a ding, ring ding a ding, ring ding a ding. Don't miss this opportunity to receive Tony Walker's A Humdinger Christmas, the perfect way to celebrate the joy of this holiday season. Dashing through the snow, hey, and one for soap and sleigh, yeah. Only $685 plus $3 shipping and handling. Order yours today. A track tape player not included. Offer void where prohibited. And from all of us at Tony Walker Financial, have a Merry Christmas. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, everybody. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Ornder, and I just wanted to remind everybody, if you want to listen to uh, this show again, if you didn't catch the first part, you want to listen to the whole thing, or if you want to listen to any of our past episodes, it's real easy to do. All you got to do is go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And up there in the search bar, right there at the very top of the website, you're going to type in the worry-free retirement. Then click search and bam, there you go. You're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Just click on that and you're going to find all of our past radio shows. Okay, thank you, Aaron. Um, if you're just now joining us, as Aaron said, we are talking about this idea of giving away cold, hard, tax-free cash. And uh, Aaron, can you see that from across the studio? What is that? That is a $1 million <laughs> bill, folks. No, I'm just kidding. It is a $100 bill, though. Okay, quiz time. It's yeah. not a trick question, so say the first thing that comes to your mind. This is a $100 bill. What is it worth right now? $100. Very good. If you had this $100, let's say, value inside your 401k, would it really be worth $100? Well, it says hundred dollars. It says a hundred dollars, but have the taxes been taken out of that yet? Uh, are there fees attached to it? See, these are the things that I've learned yep. from you. So, but if I'd never met you, I would just say, well, yeah, it's just worth a hundred dollars. And that's, that's very good. So most people say, well, yeah, of course, Tony, I've got a hundred dollars in my 401k. I'm looking at the statement right there, but folks, I learned this from one of my mentors, Bob Castellone. It's such a truism. You've got to understand where we're going with this particular show. Here it is. A dollar is not worth a dollar until it's converted to cash and put in your pocket. Okay, keep that in mind. A dollar is not worth a dollar until it's converted to cash and put in your pocket. Now, one could argue, Aaron, if you put it in your pocket and walked around for a year and didn't spend it. You with me so far? Okay. I just, I, I walk, I'm going to take this $100 bill and I'm going to put it in my pocket. I will not spend it for a year. There's an, even though there's no fees or no taxes, I've already paid taxes, there's another eroding factor on this. It's talked about in the media all the time. It's a word that starts with I. What's that word? Inflation. There you go. So hang in there, folks. Think, of, think about what I'm talking about. This is really, really important as we think about giving money and using money while you still can. So this $100 bill, in this case, you said, well, Tony, it's worth 100 because you just said if you convert it to cash and put it in your pocket, it's worth 100 True, but based on inflation, if I don't spend it for a year and I didn't make any interest because it's in my pocket, 
this is a problem with many of you at the bank. You're not getting any interest and you didn't think you lost any money, but by 12 months later, if inflation's at 5%, that dollar, that $100 is worth $95. Is this making sense, Aaron? Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, so the point is, folks, the, the truism, the real truism is a dollar today is worth more, more than likely, unless you can earn a lot of money on your money after taxes, after fees, after all the premium, insurance premiums. It goes on and on. All these people in the financial world chipping away at that dollar plus inflation. It's just hard to have a lot of money down the road. So the question is, why are some of you continually holding on to this money when we know that the money's worth more today when you can spend it and give it away now? So let's get to the giving thing and let's get to the three uses of money. There are only three things you can do with, I'll use this $100 bill, we'll stay with this. It's a good visual, although it's radio, because I think everybody, even though they can't see this, they know what a $100 Here, bill is. Here, crinkle right? it up next to your microphone it, so they little, know, you know, crinkle, 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 crinkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, we can you see that better? There you go, hold it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mary Beth's sitting over there. Is that better? Mary Beth, you can see it in the microphone. All right. Um, that does remind me, Uncle Eddie in the land of do as you please. He used to be a big CB radio operator. Oh, yeah. And there was a guy named Guitar Man, and I never forget, they were up late at night, and I used to listen to him. Uncle Eddie was hilarious stuff he would say, and Guitar Man claimed he was legally blind, that he could he could somehow see through, it was like clairvoyance, your radio, and guess what it was you were holding. So he would play this little thing, and Eddie was holding a pillow once, and he said, all right, Guitar Man, what am I holding? And he was way off. And that's when Eddie said, wait a minute, let me get a little closer here to the mic. I, that's... <laughs> So there's three things you can do with this $100 bill. You can spend it, okay? That's a lot of fun spending money. Don't you sit there and act like you don't want to spend this money, folks. It is fun spending money. The fear is you're afraid you're going to run out, right? That's why we don't spend it. But you could spend it. If you're wanting to spend it later or give it later, you could save it. And then finally, you could just give it away. Oh, there's an old saying. I asked, I quizzed Derek and Mary Beth on this. Derek had heard of this saying and Mary Beth had not. I'm assuming, Derek, uh, Aaron, you've heard it. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard that. I know, I, know, I know the story behind that saying. Tell me the story. What is it? Well, uh, this is the way a lot of times back in the uh, Western days, if you will, that's how they would barter. That's how they would trade. They would trade with horses and stuff because it's not like everybody had $100 bills laying around. <laughs> and uh, with horses i don't know if it's with all animals but with horses one of the ways you can check their health is by checking their teeth and checking their gums and if their gums are all nasty and their teeth are all gross and everything sometimes that's an indication that the horse is you know the horse is not very healthy hence the other phrase healthy as a horse oh there you go so man you're just full of historical tidbits. yeah there's all kinds of brain power up here that that remembers things like that but not important things you know <laughs> important things get kicked out but i know where healthy as a forget, horse came from forget to get the milk home when you go home to right Jessica. exactly that's more important than but learning. i can tell you where healthy as a horse comes from <laughs> so let me tell you two gift horse horses in the mouth syndromes you're not taking advantage of for folks and that is number one as again i'm going to repeat when we're recording the show because by the time you listen to this in december the market could have crashed but as we record the show on october 27 2021 many of you because i had i had i think 16 appointments yesterday aaron here in the louisville office but many of you your 401ks have really gone up in value okay uh, we'll use an example maybe a year and a half two years ago you had three i i'm seeing people come in with 400 450 000 in that example 
Well, folks, you got to remember that market has skyrocketed. There's no guarantees it'll go up or continue to go up like that. Assuming you're retired or nearing retirement, you got to ask yourself, is that real money or not? Now, if it, if you take it off, if you take some winnings off the table, all right, and if you're over 59 and a half, you can do this and we can show you how to do it. And maybe even you say, you know what? I'll get to the taxes in a minute, but maybe I'll take some of these winnings off the table, pay some taxes and get that money in my pocket. At least Aaron, you would know what you have. Would you not? Right. So let's use that example. Let's say you had, and I'm, again, folks don't run out and do stuff like this. This is where we can help. I mean, we are fiduciaries. I have a trained person in tax planning. Do not listen to this part of the show and run out and do what I'm getting ready to say. Just an example. And I'm trying to help you understand money in your pocket today concept. All right. So let's say you had $400,000 in your 401k, you're age 60. Uh, you're still working, but you didn't know you could roll it out of there. We do this for people all the time and put it in our process. Uh, you had put in, you had 300,000 in a couple of years ago. So you've got a gain on paper. Listen closely. It's on paper, folks. This isn't real money. You haven't converted it to cash of $150,000 and all is well in Mudville. You take the 150, you pull it out of the 401k, you're over 59 and a half. So there's not a 10% excise tax. You put the 150,000 in your pocket. In this example, you're probably going to say, let's say you'll owe, I'm just guessing. I'm not going to, this is just conceptual. You owe 30,000 in taxes and you go, oh my gosh, 30,000 in taxes. Why would I do that, Tony? The reason you might want to do that is because of the second gift horse in the mouth that's staring you right in the face and people don't see this. And that is right now, I've done this 37 years, folks, right now, most of you are in some of the lowest tax rates. You are in the lowest tax bracket. You're at the lowest point that the government's going to abscond with a bunch of your money in that 401k than you ever have been. And here's the problem that you probably ever will be. So you've got winnings on the table that hasn't been taxed. Getting to the taxes, we have no idea what the government's going to do with taxes. Aaron, I know you don't keep up with taxes, but you understand what's going on with our nation's debt, right? Oh, yeah. And you've seen, you know, we cut those spots, talk about spiraling out of control. Free money's flying around like candy to parade on Christmas Day, wouldn't you agree that more than likely the government is going to have to raise taxes to cover all these deficits? Oh, I fully believe that. Yeah. yeah. So, folks, if you pretty much are certain that one day the government will take even more of your 401k, that inflation will eat away at it, that the fees Wall Street's charging are digging away at it, that it, it that it's at risk, yeah, that money could go down any time. Folks, I talked to a gentleman yesterday, and we had this conversation. He brought it up. I didn't even have to bring it up. He said, yeah, what about 2008? I remember that, man. I had some buddies. I mean, they were getting ready to retire. They had to keep working. I mean, many people, Aaron lost 50 to 60%. So can you imagine getting ready to retire with a half million dollars and a year later it's worth 220,000 or whatever it's worth? So folks, you have to be realistic. You have to understand out of these three things, spend it, save it, or give it, this is where we are so different at Tony Walker Financial. Folks, we're trying to help you use and enjoy this money before it's too late. It's called the live well, die broke philosophy. Most financial advisors, most financial entertainers, most financial institutions do not want you to spend this money nor give it to anybody else. They want you to give it to them. And you got to understand something. If you take it away from them, listen closely. If you take that money away and either spend it or give it away or whatever you want to do with it, they do not make money on your money. 
They can't. They don't have your money to make money on it. So here's the thing, folks. When I come back, I'm going to share with you an example of a case that I worked in. Hopefully this will share with you the difference between how much detail the expertise we have in retirement planning, what we do when we first meet somebody before we even make recommendations. So hopefully we'll head this off at the pass. You're, if you're out there getting ready to rush into a buying decision with an agent or advisor or a guy down the hall at the bank, you'll slow down and realize that there is a lot involved in the planning aspects before you invest in products. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Tony, I keep hearing the term fiduciary, and it's a relatively new term, at least to me. Can you explain what that is and why it's so important for folks to work with a fiduciary? Well, actually, you're right. Fiduciary is a term you don't hear a lot. In the financial world, though, it's getting very, very popular because there are so many people giving financial advice now. So a fiduciary, by definition, simply means that someone is going to be working in your best interest, not theirs. The problem in the financial world, in order to transact business, to manage your money, for instance, you don't have to be a fiduciary by law. In other words, it's kind of odd, but you don't have to actually be held to a higher standard of working in someone's best interest. So we at Tony Walker Financial have volunteered, we have elected to become fiduciaries. We have the proper licensing. Besides myself, there are three other fiduciaries, and our job is to make sure that we are working in the client's best interest. So give me an example of uh, what a first meeting might look like. If I'm a new client, I come into your office and I meet with you or one of your associates. Yeah, a good way to tell if you're working with a fiduciary is how quickly are they moving you through the process. So for instance, at Tony Walker Financial, that first meeting, Diane, when we sit down, we're basically going to go over all of your information. That's all we do at the first meeting. We're collecting data. We're making sure we understand what it is you want and what you're trying to achieve. Then in almost all cases, we have a second appointment. Now during the second appointment is where we provide all of our findings, all of our assessment, and that information is confidential to you and personalized to you. Now here's the real thing that really surprises people. We generally don't ask people to buy anything after that second meeting unless they're ready to move forward. We encourage them to take their information home, study it, make sure they understand how we're paid, how much money we're gonna make on the transaction if they move money over, and just make sure they have a real comfort level. So yes, in conclusion, Diane, you want to make sure you're working with a fiduciary. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am Tony Walker and I hold in my hand, uh, Aaron, you've never sat in an actual meeting with me, have you? Probably ought to do that sometime. Have you ever just said- I have for filming purposes, but not for taking notes purposes. Yeah, really try. Okay, maybe one of these days you ought to do that. But um, so this is an example, folks. I want to show an example of what we do when we're laying out an income plan and all the work that goes into coming back to meet with our clients. You know, I'm seeing more and more of you. It's really kind of tragic, actually. Um, and for instance, I had a gentleman call me the other day. He had never seen the TV show. Incidentally, we do have a television show if you haven't seen that. Um, real quick, Aaron, tell them how they can watch past episodes of the TV show, The Worry-Free Retirement, which is a little different than the radio show. 
Sure, no problem. All you got to do, folks, to uh, catch past episodes of the Worry for Retirement, you just go to YouTube.com. That's YouTube.com. Right there in the search bar, just click Tony Walker or type in Tony Walker Financial and click search and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Just click on that. You're going to find past episodes plus other video content. Okay, thank you, Aaron. So anyway, yeah, this gentleman's seen the TV show for the first time. And he basically said, Tony, I heard you talking about game plans and annuities and all this other stuff. And he said, I've never had a game plan. And the thing that was odd was this, I did meet with an advisor and they put me in what I think was an annuity. I don't really know. He put a lot of money in there, I found out later. And I haven't heard from him since. And I said, mm. well, sir, the reason you haven't heard from him is more than likely you didn't have a game plan. So they're probably really not retirement planners, even though they held themselves out as that. When you put the money in an annuity, number one, you've kind of tied it up for a period of years, five to 10 years or whatever. And also the biggie here, here's, here's the reality of it. They made a huge commission. So we in this business that sell annuities make large upfront commissions. And here's the sad part. Even if they're a fiduciary, this is, this is really tragic. They are not required to service that contract. It's crazy. So you could say that they didn't give them a game plan, but they took their money. Sure took their money. Okay. And took the commissions. Yeah. And now this gentleman, and I don't mind helping him. Don't get me wrong, folks. I'm happy to help. But now we will end up probably working with some of this person's other money that he wanted us to talk about. We'll end up servicing that annuity for free because we never got paid for it. And then the agent that, you know, he made all those commissions, whatever it was, the average commission is about five to 6% on annuity. So let's say you put a half million dollars with these agents, they're going to make twenty dollars to $30,000 in one pop and uh, basically doing very little for it. So this is your money, folks. If you're going to hand over your money to somebody and they're going to make those kind of commissions, you better make sure that they're giving you a game plan. And we're going to tell you what else you need to have a, that, you, that you're searching for and what you're looking for needing in a fiduciary. Okay, so in this case, I want to show you what all went through. This was a case that I recently worked on. Let me kind of give you all the questions I asked and what it came back with. All right, here we go. Yeah, so we had a husband and wife. He was 65, she's 62. These are all the things, Aaron, that I need to know about before I even recommend a product. Most people say, how much money you got? And I'm going to slap you in this product. That is not planning, folks. That's, that's peddling. But anyway, this person had three children, has four grandchildren, has 650000 in a 401k has $300,000 in a pension that they could take lump sum or take as a monthly annuity of $2,000 a month. Got about $30,000 in savings. Some of their goals are to get their house in order, update their bathroom, so they're going to need money for that. Uh, he recently lost both parents. Um, so he's kind of giving this live well, die broke feeling of, okay, I'm not going to live forever either. I got to, got to start enjoying this money. He's still working. Uh, he did get $150,000 from the sale of his deceased parents' home. That should be coming anytime. Uh, he's not sure when to take Social Security. He makes around $100,000 a year. He's maxing out his 401k plan. He's got three children, of course, but one daughter recently divorced. She's trying to raise her kids, so he's kind of feeling for her because she's struggling financially. All right. He wants to help her. See, folks, these are all the things that... Uh, you know, I want to know about because I don't want to start recommending products until I get a really good feel. I've done this. I mean, I've met with over 15,000 people, folks. This is just second nature, but there's a reason I have to know all this stuff. So Tony, not to interject real quick, but I just want to ask. So you're asking all these questions because everybody's situation's different, right? And exactly. people might need different things. Exactly. Okay, just making sure I understood correctly. Yeah. I mean, 
So anyway, and, and that's, why it's, that's why it really is sad when people rush into a buying decision, they buy a product, they have no game plan, and nobody has taken into consideration how that product is going to be used. So folks, that's what you got to understand. I'm, I'm glad you brought it up that way, Aaron. In order to properly understand the right product for you, I've got to understand your situation. Most people aren't trained in understanding the situation. That's why they don't ask about this stuff. They don't even know any better. It'd be like a doctor who doesn't know anything about medicine and sitting there prescribing drugs without doing exams. It, it would be ludicrous, but that's what happens all the time in our industry. So the long and short of it, this goes on and on. We don't have time to go through. I'm still asking questions. Okay. But here's what we do with this information. And here's why before we rush out and do something, at least get a second opinion from us. Why? We use a five-step process. We're going to take you through a process that goes at your pace and is based on your situation. Secondly, I've got over 37 years of experience. I own the company. You're going to meet with me in person. I will walk you through the process. Third, our fees are usually half of what most money managers charge. So you're going to save a lot of money in fees. Fourth, you have three other salaried fiduciaries that are there to assist you if I'm not available. And finally, we have all a local staff of highly trained individuals that will be there with you, not just for the sale. Anybody can do that but be there for the long term to help you with the things that will surely come your way in retirement. So folks, if you don't have a game plan, if you don't have an advisor you really feel you can trust, or maybe you're getting ready to rush into a buying decision, been to a dinner seminar or something crazy like that, and you're rushing into this, don't do that. Get a second opinion from us. It's easy to do. All you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, or give us a call at 877 499 9255. We would love to hear from you. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Until next week, you remember between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry free. <laughs>